This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. Could be be louder. Mike's back. Hi everyone. Thank you for having me. Um... I'm just happy I could hear it, I guess. How's that? Is that better? It's fine. Okay. Guys, uh, Mike's back. Hi. Um, Let's go over everything I missed. Before we begin... Um, I took seven pages of notes. There's a little Cloverfield news. Did you know that? No. We don't really talk about that stuff here. We don't talk about it here, but I didn't want to do a new Cloverfield. Because <laughs> it's really not that much information. Okay. There was a convention um, that just happened called CinemaCon. Huh. And um, they, they all they said like everyone's posting it like this is news, but it was just like that. There that CinemaCon happened. No, from this this piece of information I'm about to give you is from <laughs> CinemaCon. Okay. Oh no. Hold on. Owen thinks he could talk on the podcast again. <laughs> what? What theme song did this episode start with? I'm Owen. If you would be patient, you would know that I'm playing the Cloverfields music right now. And if you just listen to this podcast like everybody else the listens thing is, to this is podcast. Either sit down over here and put on some headphones and join us or wait till the fucking podcast comes out. It's the only conversation we've ever had on the podcast is this one. The thing is, is we've never talked to you on the podcast before. <laughs> so it's weird. What's the news? It's not important at all. <laughs> it's literally, it's, and everyone's acting like it's news. Because there's been nothing else. I guess so. Why is the song still playing in the background? Just to spite Owen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, think about anything else. Let me see if I can find the uh, the news. It's 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 like not really ridiculous. But you're gonna look it up. Yeah, because because everyone's tweeting at me like, oh, you guys got to do new Cloverfields. You guys got new new Cloverfields. Uh huh. I heard they're going to reboot the first movie. Um, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> oh, no. Not like when you, when you burp and then you immediately give me worried eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> worried eyes is my favorite song from the 80s. I thought of a new rap worried name this Worried eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I can't find it, but basically it's Do you like, want to hear my new rap name? I'm going to tell you them? this really quick, and then you're going to tell me your rap name, because I do want to know it. I'm not going to want to tell you later. Well, you're going to have to, because <laughs> you're going to be a, you're gonna be respectful of the story I was just telling. Okay. Um, the tweet is literally, it's, it's like it was just a tweet from CinemaCon, mm-hmm. and it was like, the next Cloverfield movie comes out in theaters October 17th. Which is something we already knew. That's the news? Yeah. And everyone's tweeting it at me like, oh shit, new Cloverfield news. Yeah. It's like, we knew this. Just because something's on the internet doesn't mean it's new. Take a look at Mike uh, Mike and Steve. Take a look. <laughs> What's your rap name, Mike? Old Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that confirm that God Particle is the new Yeah, but I think that was confirmed a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, that was confirmed a long time ago. Weeks ago. What's uh, what's funnier, old sandwich or old lunch? <laughs> this your boy, old lunch. Old lunch is real good. I think it's good. 
Well, what if what if it was old sandwich featuring old lunch, and old lunch was no, like it would his have friend. to be vice versa. It would have old to be old lunch the other featuring way old sandwich. Yeah, because I was thinking like you could just have a group of old food. Yeah. products and it's just older guys rapping but that would be the d12 so old lunch would be the name of the group itself like jurassic five yeah old lunch would be the name of the group and then someone would be old old lunch is wu-tang yeah old sandwich is odb yeah old dirty sandwich but i feel <laughs> old crusty old lunchable old, B- <laughs> old blt is really good that's good good input owen keep keep it up with those <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a dick. I'm sorry, Owen. Love you, Owen. Owen, you want a mic over there? You know what the worst part is? Now there's a mic <laughs> halfway between. It's not being the used. Piano. <laughs> there's a live mic that's pointing at a ghost yeah. over there. And Owen could be using it, but instead... He wants to torture the audience with a barely like audible sound. You're the reason they have to turn their speakers up and get annoyed by any number of sounds that happen on this podcast. Um, I hate to like kind of hijack dynamic banter. Uh huh. But there's a lot to talk about this episode too. I think. But on Slash Film, dated March twentieth, which uh-huh. was only nine day ago. Okay, that's a week. That's one week. Yeah, it's bam. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. That's one week. One. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Monday, Monday Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday <laughs> is another week. Those are two different weeks. <laughs> That's too much. I can't not laugh at how stupid that is. Remember the first episode of Cloverfields? You... <laughs> you were like, we shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I think I said it about dynamic banter too. Sure. What if you had, what if, what if, okay, so I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to give them to you. Well, I, I'm real sad about it. <laughs> I'm real shook up about it. No, um, all I'm shook all up. shook up. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, what, would it be fucked up to like experiment with having a kid just to teach them like incredibly wrong things? I know what you're like saying. Like how many days a week there are and like <laughs> like you can throw in a new month. Well, it depends on convince, what season it is. Convince your kid that there's like a month that doesn't exist. Well, think is of that how, fucked up? Think of all you'd have to go through to to pull the joke off. You know? You would have to I'd um, have to gain its trust. Gain <laughs> The gain the First, young one's gain trust. Gain the young person's trust. Gain senpai's trust. Yeah. Gain my boy's trust. Yeah. First of all, you'd have to homeschool him, so you'd have to be home all the time. No, 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 no. And you would have to teach him what we call the control variable, which is everything else correctly. Listen. So it's funny because if all his shit is wrong, then that's just sad. Listen. But if he understands everything else perfectly, but thinks there's ten days in a week, that's hilarious. That's what I'm saying. But like, I don't think you need to homeschool this person. How long do you think somebody can get through school? Not knowing how many days. Well, this in a is week what I'm saying. Left. This is what I'm saying. Like, bear with me here. I have I'm, no choice. There's like 45 minutes left at least. I'm saying that what we have is a boy or girl that we gain their trust. <laughs> <laughs> we. <laughs> I don't like the way that sounds over and over. We again. gain these lit, these <laughs> strange boy and girls trust. I'm out. These <laughs> these young children. We gain their trust. I'm out. Step one. <laughs> 
It's our own boy or girl, so it's legal. <laughs> it's legal to gain your own boy's trust. It's very, it is. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> Listen to this. Uh-huh. I'm saying, because I had this idea when I was a kid. Like Basically, I was like a 13-year-old, and I was like, if I ever had kids... I wouldn't let them I wouldn't ha- let them have access to live TV. Uh-huh. What I would do is is I'd set up a series of DVDs like in a like in a 40 DVD disc changer situation. You don't think they'd hear that thing spinning around? It doesn't matter. They don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, okay, go ahead. You do it at a young age and they don't know what it is. They think that's TV. You've already gained this boy's trust. I've already this gained this boy's trust cuz I've been feeding it and clothing it. <laughs> loving it the thing is is if you love something enough you gain their trust <laughs> that's 100 percent true my both my parents did it with me one time i took a dog in and i gained its trust and i had it gain my trust and then one morning i woke up and scared it <laughs> why well that's abuse because i was teaching it a lesson to not <laughs> be scared to not put to not let your trust be gained so easily you know what good lesson i scared him <laughs> I scared him real good. I scared that dog. You told him a bad story. <laughs> you make him watch the news. No, I told him that I taught I taught that dog about the concept of death, and it understood. <laughs> you you know it. how I knew it understood because it got real sad after I told it. <laughs> it never it was never the same. You ever laying on the couch, right? Maybe you had a snack on your belly, and, and your dog comes up to me and he just looks at you, and you think for one second maybe he does something with his eyebrows, and you're like, "This dog understands the concept of death." <laughs> Show of hands, how many dogs here understand the concept of death? <laughs> High five. I don't think there's. Do you think there's any dogs that understand the concept of death? I don't. No, absolutely not. We'll check it out in a second. We'll look on the internet in a second. But, um, <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want that on my show. I want to spend time on that. <laughs> I don't want that on this show. I don't want that on my show. No, that's clever. Listen, show. what I'm saying is, is what I originally thought was. I would put like Fraggle Rock and Sesame Street <laughs> and Freakazoid and Animaniacs and shows like that all on this like DVD disc changer. Big time gap, but I like it. And I'd say, yeah, of course, but it would all it would all be good cartoons. Sure. There'd be like the Muppet Show in there. Yeah, there'd be the like one about the Badgers, Charlie Brown stuff. Yeah, Emma yeah. Otter's Jug Band Christmas would be in there for the <laughs> holiday season. Um, and then I would give them this remote and teach them about how to. Pick, you know, different movies and stuff and pick different <laughs> different shows. And then I would say that this is TV. Yeah. I would say this is TV. Right. Everyone in the world has access to this. And everyone in the world is watching this. Mm-hmm. And then I would send that kid to school. And then I would just... Because, like, I think I'd be creating... A uh, weird, fraggle. like a weird kid. I'd be create. I'd be basically like, you know how, like, some parents want their kid to be like, I want my kid to be into, like, records and... Yeah. And patches. And I want them to be cool. I want them to be a nerd. I want them to be like, I want them to like baseball. I want them to like, yeah. I want them to be really good at sports. But the thing is, is like, you can't control that at all. Yeah, you can. You could dress them in little baseball Bas- uniforms as soon forever. as they come out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The sec- a tiny. Could you imagine? And then putting- you get to be 35 and you're like, fuck you if you don't like the Red Sox. Why do I feel that way? <laughs> could you- Why do I feel that way so much? <laughs> I'll fucking. Beat your ass in a parking lot if you don't like the Boston Red Sox. Why do I feel like that? 
Have you ever seen a photo of a of a just born baby wearing a baseball jersey? <laughs> no, they're usually a couple day old by that right point. at that point. By the time they can go into dicks. So, but the thing is, is like you have no, you really do, you really don't have control over what your son or daughter becomes. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. You just you can give them all the baseball shit you want. You can give them all the nerdy shit you want. The thing is, is what's really going to shape who they are is like their friends. How much you take away. How much you take away and how much you control by gaining their trust. (laughs) No, you're right. But the thing is, is like. I believe it was Dave Matthews who said, Here now, where you're home, but who you will, they're really mad to him. (laughs) Sarah Jessica Parker got her mole removed. Did you know this? I did not. Is she okay? Was it? It was like it was a couple of years ago. <laughs> is that true? I, yeah, Bree told me about it, and I was like, "Do you think?" That- and the news is just coming out now. <laughs> no, she because we were talking about getting moles removed. We got into that discussion. Oh, cool! Must have been a hot night. It was a. It was. We got into a deep discussion about it, and um, she um, she told me Sarah Jessica Parker got her mole removed, and I was like, "Whoa, that's a big deal!" Because yeah. that's that's like. A part of her, that basically. Was, the mole was just as famous. In fact, she's not famous anymore because of it. Uh-huh. You, is she going to get it reattached? Well, I was saying... Well, she said people were, like, wanting it. No. Like, people were like, did you throw it away? Did you throw away your mole? And, and like, asking her, like, if they could have her mole. Did you stuff? even make a necklace? Well, my thing was, why don't you put her mole in the Smithsonian? You could have Sarah Jessica Parker's mole right next to Kermit the Frog. Or or the Red Ruby Slippers. Or uh, you can put put it in an oyster shell and throw it in the ocean. <laughs> Someone someday will be like, I'm trying to find a pearl yeah. and open up that shell and, and freak the fuck out. Because and they will instantly recognize be worth Sarah even more. Jessica Parker's mole. Yeah, They're like, this oyster... <laughs> Houses Sarah Jessica Parker's mole. Yeah, that lost mole. I don't think it would be lost. I think it was intentional. Lost at sea. Gulp. <laughs> so anyway, w- my plan was to. So yeah, that's the thing. Like you can't. My dad. My dad wanted my brother and I to be like soccer maniacs. He wanted okay. us to like love soccer. And he got my brother into soccer. And my brother played soccer in high school. Um. But he couldn't get me into soccer. Like, they tried. They put me in AYSO, and they put mm-hmm. me in all this other shit, and they dressed me in fucking soccer outfits, and my dad would kick the ball with me outside, and I'd be like, no, I want to go back inside and play with my Ghostbusters shit. Like, yeah. And it just, you know, and I'm sure he was very disappointed by that, but, you know, that's what it is. You so, can't choose. So I was thinking, like, one of the reasons, I mean, one Why of Why was them- the Ghostbusters shit more powerful of an influence than soccer? Because I think I was always into like fantastical, like supernatural and like scary and unknown things. I was very curious about. You ever see someone block a penalty kick? That's about as close to a superpower. It's kind of supernatural. Yeah. I've seen those guys kick a, just kick a ball. Yeah. And it goes. They do it almost all the time. I've seen a sock. Have you seen a man kick a ball? You got to gain their trust. That ball goes like. Real far, doesn't it? <laughs> you ever seen it? They'll kick it and it just goes. I've seen videos. I've seen them. We can watch them later. We can watch them on the show. We'll listen. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, so one of the many reasons why I don't want kids is because there's no way to know if you're going to get an asshole. 
Like you can't you can't prevent having an asshole. Um, you just can't. I don't know that that's a hundred percent true. Oh, I think it is. I think it has a lot to do with how you raise the kid. Sure, and but, how big of an influence you are in that kid's life. It's true, but like for a time, I was like an asshole to my parents. Everyone's an asshole for it. See, we can't live in a world where everyone says that. Uh, the good people are the ones who have never been an asshole before at any point. Everyone's an asshole at some point. Right. It's when you're 13. Right, but some people don't break out of that. You're right. And, and that might have that might have more to do with good parenting, but it also might have to do with just influence. You can't help your kid going and hanging out with assholes and then becoming an asshole. You can't, but you can help your kid love the parents to yeah. want to want to not disappoint the parents more than they want to gain the approval of the asshole kids. Sure, but influence. <laughs> I'm and, not saying. I'm never saying it's one or the other. That's what I'm saying. Like you just don't know. It's a roll of the dice. But your parents are the most consistent influence in your life. If sure. you're a good parent and you're there, like friends, shitty friends, shitty acquaintances are going to come and go. But if you're the kid's parents, you're uh supposed to be with them through their entire life so you could be the most consistent influence and theoretically i mean and i'm i'm not disagreeing with you we're politely not fighting with you we're each other. very politely not fighting i don't disagree with you i, I think, love you too i think parents are definitely the number one influence on their children like mm -hmm. that's just what there is but that's what that is but there's a period of rebelliousness mm -hmm. that we all go through where maybe we're an asshole to our parents or whatever and some people don't come back from that yeah and that's just the human mind. That's just the brain. I mean, you could just go get... I mean, that's why getting in with the wrong crowd is a thing. Uh-huh. Because that really, truly does end up affecting people. I mean, sometimes it takes 10 to 20 years before a kid goes through the fucking extreme rebellious phase where they're, like, fucking looting and, and doing terrible shit and going to jail and getting into hard drugs and shit. And then eventually they, like turn a new leaf they realize life is good and then they come back to their family and they say they're sorry and then of course it's family so they accept them and they love them and well whatever right but to me it's like <clears throat> having a kid is 100 percent rolling a dice for that uh -huh. like at least i mean it's just one of the many reasons why i don't want kids because i'm not willing to risk the like chance that i could have an asshole would you rather have a cat well, cats are assholes too. I think a lot of cats are assholes. Rolling the dice and getting an asshole cat is more of a risk than getting an asshole kid. Well, you can you can give a cat away. You can give a cat a bath. Doesn't mean you can't teach it to fish. We'll be right back. <laughs> good break. <laughs> good good um, break. But like, yes. Awesome. Um, but the it's <laughs> good. Good, on point. This is, and when you need it, it's just right where you need it. You know, it's not there all the time. It's not, but when it is, it's good. Um, <laughs> God damn it. We're just beating up Owen right now. Yeah. But he, I feel like he hasn't been here in so long that I, it feels comfortable. I think he likes That's it. That's true. He hasn't been present for a dynamic banter. Let's in kick it over time. to Owen. See when you need him. Oh, and you like it? When you actually want him? <laughs> Owen, nod yes and say yes out loud. The if one you like thing it. I'll say about Owen forever, as his, uh, being his friend for like 20 plus years or whatever, is when you want him, he's never there. 
Um, so anyway, so what I was thinking was, is like, so I was trying to get around my weird shit about like rolling the dice with kids being just one reason why I don't want kids. And I was like, what if you could like, look, people are fucking engineering their kids. People are now creating their kids. They're mm. like, they're like, they're going to a lab or a doctor and they're spending very, a, a lot of money to go like, I want my kids to not have this. I want my kids to have this color hair. I want mine to be fast. I want mine to be fast. I want mine to gain trust quickly. Accelerated trust gainer. Can we get an accelerated trust in there? And then the doctor would be like, what was that sound after that? <laughs> Do you want to actually make an appointment on Thursday to check out that sound? <laughs> I've got a doctor you should look at about that sound. Doctor, there's no time. I need my kid to be fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? We have telltale signs of people who shouldn't have kids, and Uh you're exhibiting all of them. I don't know about that. (sighs) My thing is, is my wife and I here have been trying to have a kid for years, and the thing is, is like we just, we can't. And I love my wife so much, and she loves me, and... This is really a point in our relationship where I think we're ready. It's just for me, it it really matters that whatever child we have, boy or girl, whatever, that it has my trust. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna have to leave. <laughs> yeah, I actually got a couple coming in in a couple minutes, and. I... <laughs> and uh... This you know, has been great. I'd love to recommend another doctor, but I don't want to put them through that. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, is Do like you validate. So, <laughs> <laughs> man, if Nuclear Family was around, that'd be a good sketch. Yeah, I feel like. yeah, yeah. remember that channel? No, um, that one, that channel's cancellation got overshadowed by the bigger one. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the point. Uh huh. Um, but anyway. It's like when Michael Jackson died, and then someone else died real soon after that, and nobody cares. Was it who was it? Owen. There he goes. Loyal. Owen, do you like it? Consistent. <laughs> oh, of the many years of knowing Owen, twenty plus, consistent is something I can say he is. When you want him, he's never there. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, so, because you can design kids now, uh-huh. which to me seems like a kind of cheat in Tall a way. Tall one, pink one. Tall one, pink one, put them in a stew. The thing is, is like, the fact that you can, that it seems like cheating <coughs> to me seems like it wouldn't be that different if I had a kid the normal way and then decided to attempt to condition that child in a way that I knew they would become a nerd or at least a really weird person. Right. So that's why I was thinking like cerebral shit, cerebral shit. Not but, gene but the thing planting. is, is like you don't want to like toy with a human life that way, right? But and I, I'm never gonna have a kid. So anyone who's worried about the way I'm talking about raising a child, yeah. can just stop worrying because I'm not gonna raise a child. He had his chance. He didn't know where that guy is. I gave up. And the thing is, is I don't want it. So it don't worry about this. But I, I was just thinking, like, could you condition a child to be a nerd or a weirdo mm-hmm. if you taught them weird things like there's definitely an extra month and no matter <laughs> what your teachers say yeah. and no matter what the kids out there say, 100 percent, there's an extra month. That would be like getting raised by John Goodman in 10 Cloverfield Lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's not. There's <laughs> It's called Funuary. 
It's the best month. For 30 days, you eat nothing but ice cream. And you dance. And you're going to finish it. <laughs> because you trust me. <sighs> he did almost. Dancing every day. <laughs> It's funuary. You're going to dance every day. You're going to love it. The birthday's a funuary. Oh, it's going to be fun. You're going to dig your hands into the ice cream. No spoons. No spoons in funuary. If I catch a spoon in your room, mm, I'm going to get real mad. Funuary is going to be cut short. There's slides. I'll turn, I'll turn this month right around. Ooh, I can't wait to put up all those slides around the house. Slides. So many slides. From top of the fridge. Hurry. Slide. Margaret, where'd you put the funuary slides? <laughs> Which attic is the funuary? They're next to the Christmas trees. <laughs> next to the tree? Check it now. They're next to the Rocktober wreath. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like an old drum head. Yeah. With lights <laughs> yeah. on it. Happy Rocktober. <laughs> yeah. Rocktober's between October and funuary. <laughs> Sixty days, sixty days, thirty days of rocking, thirty days of fun. <laughs> and goddamn it, if you have any fun in Rocktober, it sounds like one big used car sale. Got <laughs> used car sale during Rocktober. We got thirty days of rocking, thirty days of fun. <laughs> Every car, five dollars off its ten thousand dollar ticket price. <laughs> They're always having a sale, but it never matters because it's always on like a Geo Metro. That's the thing. I'm so sick of it. Toyota days. It's like every Toyota fucking day is Toyota day. Too many thons. Yeah. Come out this weekend. We got balloons. Yeah. That's the only marathon I'd run is a Toyota thon. This is the meeting about Toyota thon. Well, what if, what if we added balloons? <laughs> yeah. So the Celica drives a- out. The pavement's wet. We're in front of a glass building at night, but we could power wash everything. <laughs> Get it nice and wet. My question is, is what makes something a thon? Is it balloons? <laughs> it goes on for several days. <laughs> and balloons. And balloons. And, uh, and, and, and hundreds of people. So we both got fired recently. That's not true. Well, Catch I us mean, next time. We got to talk a little bit about the elephant in the room. We can't get too candid, but we can talk a little bit about it. Candid Carazales? We can't be candid Carazales about it, but we can talk a tiny bit about it. I All think right. we should. How much? How long does it have to last? Because I'm going to set my phone. <laughs> Listen, Mike, I'm, I don't want to push you into anything you don't want to do. Well, it's just... a fresh. It's a fresh wound. Okay. So... You know, if you're not feeling it, I get it, buddy. I don't want to push you. And no, I, let's um, talk about let's let's do this. Well, I mean, look, it happened, and we are we were part of it. Yeah, and we have a continuing podcast uh-huh. that will continue into the foreseeable future. We yeah. don't know if we'll ever stop it, and I hope we don't. Well, based on past experience, we, everything will goes stop. away. <laughs> yeah. One day, one of us will die, and then it'll have to stop. All I know is that as soon as good-looking people come through your apartment with a clipboard, then it's I say over. we got about two weeks left. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the Noah's Arcade people come in, <laughs> <laughs> then we're fucked. Would you mind pointing to the sign? <laughs> um, yeah, man. I mean, we can't avoid it. We got to talk about it. 
We, I mean, we. The thing is, is we can't talk a lot about it. Unfortunately, when does the talking about talking about it part stop? And well, the regular I would, well, talking about it I just want to set this up a little bit because people were are probably like, I mean, this is the first dynamic banter ever, ever. This is the first dynamic banter since SourceFed ended. Uh huh. This is this is kind of a big deal. I mean, people will be expecting us to say something. At least a hundred thousand. And so I just want to be fair to people that are like expecting a little something. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm kind of setting up the talk about it. But I'm also setting it up in a way for the audience to understand that there's actually just not much we can say. <laughs> like so, but but I want to be fair to you that want to know something. At least maybe our feelings, things we haven't said. The thing is, is like. There's not much we haven't said that we can uh-huh. that we didn't already say on like the live stream or the, for, the last for like cu- two weeks before yeah. SourceFed ended. That's the thing. It's like we we the channels were inundated with bad news yeah. for like two weeks straight. Uh huh. And it and and like you know um, I'm sure there was a lot of stuff cut out of those videos. <laughs> um, but basically everything you saw from when we announced from basically Table Talk's quote unquote hiatus mm-hmm. to the channels being announced that the, the to the announcement that the channels were being canceled and then beyond, like we've basically said everything. Mm-hmm. Like we've said everything we can say. A thousand times. But this is our podcast and yeah. no one can edit this but us. Uh-huh. So I was just wondering if there was anything you wanted to kind of talk about that you could kind of like without getting in trouble, without without it being a big deal, is there anything you want to say about it since it is the first podcast since it, the cancellation? Honestly? Sounds like a trap. Don't do it. Owen's back. Can I just answer? <laughs> yes. Uh, no. Okay. I've said exactly what I wanted to say a bunch of times in a bunch of different videos, and it bummed me out that... Uh, everything was kind of downtrodden towards the end. But I think now it's like when you get broken up with or you break up with somebody, it's like everyone is all your friends console you for a little while and you could talk about it for a little while and you have kind of like free reign. But the best thing that you could do for your whole life is just continue to move on. And so now I'm just like, well, job's not coming back. Still have to eat. Still got to pay rent. Still have a wife. Still have a uh, th- whatever we're doing now. Still have Bills. all the other things. Still have tons of friend named Bill. Uh, and it's Dixon. forward. I just done. I I was sad about it, and I talked about it every day yeah. for two weeks. See, that's the thing. Like I, I, I like I understand that because I feel the same way. Like yeah. everything I've said about it, I've already said in like a hundred different ways. Yeah. And it all kind of amounts to the same exact thing. And it's all genuine. And basically no one appreciates Sam. No one appreciates Sam. And that's all that <laughs> that's all it is. The thing is is like for me, I don't think I even like played around with like saying once it got down to like this is a video where we're going to be talking about memories of the channel and memories of the hosts and this is the final live stream. Like it never occurred to me as much of a trickster and as much as I love to poke people and as much as I love to like make people uncomfortable. Mm. It never occurred to me to utilize those moments as an opportunity to kind of like be a dick and kind of go like, oh, here's a secret or something like I did it that one time during that live stream uh-huh. and it was just whatever. And most of it was made up and I was just having fun and cause I was sad and that's how I deal with sadness sometimes. But for the most part for me, 
my only the only way that I personally am able to get over really hurtful things is to either completely distract myself with things that I love and people I love or talking about it to no end. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of people don't like doing that. And a lot of people and I appreciate that and I understand that and I'm learning that a lot in my adult life. But Uh um, to me, it's like I feel exactly the same way. But But I also think, um, you know, it, it's just it, I think it's only fair to our podcast audience to at least acknowledge acknowledge the cancellation in some way. Because 100%. this is a different audience, I feel like. And also, I think it's important to, to point out that I wouldn't be opposed to uh, anywhere public doing like a and a about uh, like if they <clears throat> I'm thinking about like VidCon. And how they might like throw us all together to do some stuff. Yeah. Or if we even had wanted to have an episode at some point where we're like talk about whatever. It's just for me personally right now. Yeah, whatever. For me personally right now, it's like it was so. It's like we haven't gotten a chance to like take a breath and be happy yet. Yeah. Because for so many weeks it was just like. In your face, in your face, this is happening. We're making this for the end. Yeah. Like, you know, be on camera and talk about the end mm-hmm. for like two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's like it would almost do it justice for me to to take a long mental break yeah. from it and okay. then come back to it later. <clears throat> I agree you know? with that. But if you I, it's your show, too. Man. I mean, to talk. me, though, like I, I agree with that and I respect that. And uh, and and. Because of that, I don't think we'll go too much longer about it. Whatever um, you want to say. No. But but what I do want to say is is that like my memory sucks. Uh-huh. And like when we were even when they asked us at the office, they asked you at the office to do like a source fed history video. Yeah. And go like, let's just chronicle the history of source fed Which from was impossible. Yeah, me. from the first white wall <laughs> all the way to now. And that's and a life noggin job. That's, that's not a Mike Falzon. <clears throat> right? Job. Or like yeah, or some other it's 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 up to somebody else to make that really. Like I don't think mm-hmm. we should be making things like that. But also like it's kind of what we do. We make videos about things and and so like I don't know. I I I felt like it was appropriate and not appropriate, but when they tasked you with that and then you came to me freaking out because you were like, they want me to make this fucking video. <laughs> and I don't know anything about the beginning of this place. And mm-hmm. I don't know anything about this place really other than my time here. Well, I just know how involved the audience is. And yeah. I didn't want to leave anything out that was going to well, piss and, anybody off. And that's the thing. Like, the audience knows more than I do. Right. And I was a part of it from the very fucking beginning. Mm-hmm. So, and to me, it's like, I forgot a lot of shit. And that's why in the video... The final source fed video, um, it's me and Audrey and Len walking around together, which I really wanted it to be Elliot and Joe and Lee with me, but there's our schedules are just impossible. Remind these days. me of the little one, tall one, normal one. Okay. Um the so but but they they remembered more than I did, and I remembered some things they didn't, but it was a good dynamic because I needed it to be people that actually were there and remembered shit. Mm-hmm. And that was what it came down to. Like like you shouldn't be tasked with writing the history of source fed because 
yeah, you could go to the Wikipedia and copy and paste all of that shit. Yeah. But you're right. The audience deserves better than that because right. the audience knows more than we do. And the audience loves the channel. Some of the audience loves the channel more than we do. And, yeah. and, and it- you never know what their favorite. There were so, so many little things and like break off shows and like series that lasted for like two episodes, series that lasted for like the whole channel. Yeah. And you never know what they cared about the most right so to breeze over that or to and there's so much you can't do it there's all so in. much like i didn't even remember the names of shows we tried out yeah. for like two weeks they were or like whatever. make a document make a netflix documentary right? in and the last three days that you're here i i was t- i don't want to get too much into this next thing but but there were uh, there we were toying with the idea of like a like maybe like a mini docu-series maybe mm-hmm. um and but in order to do that i think it would need to be a collaboration between people who are no longer who were no who are no longer a part of it i or mean friends. that's everybody are no longer friends and fans i think fans should be i mean maybe someday there'll be like a guy that like knows the most about source fed and he's yeah. just like the source fed historian source you know, <laughs> you know? but uh, um, there are so many like good compilation yeah, videos yeah. and stuff from Fan years made ago stuff yeah so so that was going to be an impossible task especially since there was only a week left of work and the editors were full of the editors were pushed to the very brink of sanity mm-hmm. most of the time and that's the thing. Everyone everyone was just there on a voluntary basis. Like, they actually told the editors, like, well, you guys can go if you want. But they loved the channel so much and loved each other so much. And the 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 team, the editing team was so close mm-hmm. that if any one person had just gotten up and left, it would have fucked over everybody else. And so they decided to just stick it out and work, yeah. like, voluntarily, which is crazy because the job is really hard yeah. and not fun sometimes most of the time not fun for the editors but um but but <laughs> anyway we're getting a little off track what i'm trying to say is is that um i don't remember things and for me it's like i'm not going to remember this feeling mm-hmm. in like a month like i'm not going to remember source fed ending in like Three months. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll always remember SourceFed. I'll always have that part of my brain that feels warm and fun about SourceFed. But the details of this is Wednesday. This is the first Wednesday in a week where there is no more SourceFed. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that's going to go away for yeah. me. And 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 I think it helps me personally to kind of just maybe document a little what I feel. I mean, but the thing is, is like, you're right. There's not much we haven't already said. The live stream, I felt like... Well, don't let me put... you. Say no, but you're right. But you're right. Like, like I'm just saying, the your feelings about it and my feelings about it are on the same level. Mm-hmm. But it's just for me, the like, even bringing this up is like a way for me to document for me how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. And how I'm feeling about everything about it in general. And I think that's important because I don't, I don't think I'll have that ever again if I don't document it. Well, know? what if a big company takes over dynamic banter and then gets rid of all the episodes? <laughs> well, we won't let that happen. Hopefully uh, someone's already saved most I of them. I hope that. you keep vetted this uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcast. But the final thing I want to say about it, and then we can move on to our sponsor spot and then um, get to our history roads and stuff, is um, I actually feel like the live stream was awesome. 
Like, yeah. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was telling my mom because she watched a lot of it like, so did the, my mom. the next day. Maybe our moms are watching together somewhere. Isn't that beautiful? It is a beautiful. To think about our moms on the same couch just being proud and sad. Think about the collected <laughs> amount of trust between those moms. Think about <laughs> how good that room smells. It smells good. It smells um, like moms. Uh, but I was like, that's probably like the only live stream that I would watch. Yeah, dude. I was thinking about Seriously. that while, while we were there. Like when I wasn't on screen, a lot of the times when I wasn't looking for food <laughs> or, or, or or actual water. <laughs> yeah, or praying to God that my migraine that I had the entire time went away. Dude, uh-huh. if you watch the superlatives thing, watch my eyes cross because of how <laughs> in pain my head is. Uh, but uh, I was like, I would watch this. It's, it seems like fun. And it seems like everybody's having fun, and I'm sure there were lulls because it's a six-hour live stream. But I have this in case of emergency break glass anxiety medication. Nice. That like if I start to get a real pan- bad panic attack, or if I feel a panic attack coming along, I can cut this pill in half and take a half, and it will like basically kill the panic attack, <laughs> and I'll be okay, and it doesn't really affect me at all, except it makes me like maybe a little sleepy. Sure. But um, I accidentally took one <laughs> before I got into the source vet office. <laughs> on the final day on the stream day okay and i was so bummed out because i was like i don't want to block any feelings yeah yeah even panicked ones right like and i was so upset with myself and i was even worried it was going to affect my ability to be there and my ability to perform Uh and and be entertaining but it somehow still worked but i feel like a lot of it is hazy because of because of that, and I really fucked up. But there's my little like look out for thing. yeah, your little BTS. Like, yeah, maybe I mean just a little secret, I guess. But I, I w- because I was like I broke it to to take a half with me just in case and keep on me. And one and I was, fell down and your throat. I, <laughs> no, I was putting a bunch of stuff in my bag in my backpack, and I and nobody really noticed, but I even wore my cheeseburger hat uh-huh. which is like my og hat like that was like one of my first like snapback hats that yeah. was like the, That's what the started. one the puppet's wearing right no the one the puppet's wearing is the stop hat oh with the yeah, stop you're right, sign you're right, you're right. but the cheeseburger hat for me is like it holds a lot of memories because it was todd from Toddland sent lee and i this care package mm. and inside was the cheeseburger hat and i loved it so much that it kind of that started my hat thing Basically, mm-hmm. before that, I was actually wearing like page boy hats and fedoras and shit. Oh, no. But this was before neck beards was a thing. Like, this was like just before. Just because it doesn't have a name doesn't mean I it's know. not a thing. I know. I, I was a fucking. It's a, th- it's a thing because it's always a thing until somebody puts a name until to it. Until somebody puts a name to it. So it was it was before someone put a name to it, but I was totally a fat neck beard that wore fedoras <laughs> at one point. But um, but yeah, that 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 cheeseburger hat was like part of my OG source fed days. And so I was putting on the old cheeseburger hat and I was like, maybe some people will get a kick out of me wearing this again. And Mm -hmm. it's old and falling apart and I don't like how it looks on my head anymore, but I still wore it. But, um, (laughs) but while I was putting all that shit together, I like fucking just put the pill on my mouth and drank it instinctively because I'm like, uh, you know, I've been having a lot of anxiety lately and I'll just do it because I'm, preparing for a fucking exciting day or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a lot. And I fucking, I was like, as soon as I did it, I was like, fuck, should I puke it up or something? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to inhibit this day. Well, then you got to waste it and put it back in a bag and save it. 
<laughs> and have puke all over. I had to boil. I got to boil it to get all the puke off. Yeah, boil the half of a pill. Um, but but anyway, I just I yeah I agree with you. I feel like it's a rewatchable stream. Yeah. Like in a lot of stuff, I feel like is not rewatchable that we've done. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like um in, in, to be a little bit more specific, even the like the nerd one million subscribers video. Yeah. I felt like was a big mess at times because everyone got incredibly drunk. Which times? Um. <laughs> but uh but you know anyway there there was a lot of that so but but i think this live this final live stream i mean with the joining of the old hosts and new and special guests i mean even norg came in at one point and chloe dykstra was there and kezzy the editor came back yeah. and we invited a lot of people that couldn't come but like meg was on the stream and Maud was on the stream and trisha was there and lee and joe and elliot and Bowman. Bowman came in and fucking lit up the night. Like, he came in at the perfect lull. Yeah. Like, if Bowman hadn't come in when he did, I feel like that would have been the lull. <laughs> I feel like that would have been the lull in the stream. Uh-huh. But it, like, brought it all back up and it all energized again because yeah. he's just such an energetic guy full of love and life. And, and he I, looks like that. And you can't tell if he's a puppet Bowman's or Bowman's just the embodiment of joy and I don't give a fuck and respect. And, yeah. like, that dude's just, like, another... On from another planet, he's yeah. just he's he's got that southern hospitality ingrained in him, and that southern respect, and he's just like he's he's a, he's the most woke man mm-hmm. I know, and yeah. he's just I love him so much. So he just lit up the whole fucking office when he came in. It yeah, was so nice. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so th- that's that about that, I guess. But I just I was really proud of the live stream. I think it was really fun, and I love that we all sang the Source Fed fan song together and. Yeah, we, we none of the new people knew what the <laughs> hell was happening. We did our best, but we were all in the front. Well, you guys should have read your writer before you came in. You guys should have briefed on SourceFed before you started there. <laughs> all right, well, let's take a little break and talk about our sponsor today, which is... <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> We've talked about Squarespace's beautiful award-winning designer templates. We've talked about their all-in-one platform that doesn't require any software or patches or upgrades. We've talked about their award-winning 24-7 customer service. We've talked about how they offer unique domain experiences that are fully transparent and simple to set up. You know they do. We've talked about how they're flexible for any kind of website, for creatives, (laughs) any normal people, businesses, musicians. Common folk. Common folk, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. We just love Squarespace here, and we love that they continue to support this weird little podcast. And, you know, Mike has yeah. a Squarespace site, as I you know. I do. MikeFalzone.com, where you can find all of my tour dates. Uh, tour starts on uh, April 6th, and you can find all the dates on MikeFalzone.com made with love and care from Squarespace. And I'm definitely going to start one eventually, and I'm going to use Squarespace, of course, because what else would I use? Why would you? You'd be stupid not to. I'd be a big moron if I tried to use anything else. You're and an I idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, but the thing with Squarespace is, is we love it so much, and we love their continued support, support of the podcast. And we love that you guys are using Squarespace. It makes me really happy. And I'd love if you started a Squarespace site for you to just link us on Dynamic Banter. 
and then we will retweet your site. Yeah. So how about free promotion for you guys? Yeah, why if not? If you want to get your site out there, make a site with Squarespace. Use our code. I'll tell you in a sec what that is. And then <laughs> send us the link to your site, and we'll retweet it through Dynamic Banter. Yeah. And then maybe we'll even like feature a favorite site or something and talk about it on the website or, sure. or on the podcast or something. I like it. But either way, I hope you guys check out Squarespace because they're just so <laughs> awesome, and we love them so much. So um, start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the offer code BANTER and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's 10% off using that code BANTER at checkout. Guys, you got no other choice. You got to just use it. It's so fun. It's so You good. have another choice, but they're all dumb. They're bad choices. They're bad choices. So guys, make your next move with Squarespace and make your next website with Squarespace. Beautiful. Thanks, man. Um... Anything else, Mike? Um, I don't think so. I'm, uh, well, I had some stuff. I texted you a talking point. Did you? But maybe we'll, we'll uh, save that for next time. I do want to say that um, me and Elliot are going on tour. Uh, oh, cool. With our friend Dana Moon and Carrie Martin. Oh, fuck. My phone's all the way over there. Don't worry about but it. But it goes from like April. It's West Coast tour, and it goes from April 6th to... Uh, the beginning of May, more or less. Right. And all the dates are on MikeFalzone.com, and I've been tweeting about them and Instagramming about them, and uh, and I, we'd love to see you. Obviously. Do you want to talk about your honeymoon at all, or is that too personal? Didn't we think? already do that? <coughs> we had a great time. We went to Mexico. We had a great time. <laughs> yeah, I guess we did talk about it. I don't even know where I am anymore, man. It's been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. Well, you're in your apartment. Um. <laughs> Are you sure? You're welcome. Um, all right. Well, I know because I'm in your apartment. Uh, I looked around. You're also here, so I can oh, only assume. Before we get into History Road really quick, this was something I wanted to mention, and then we got real sidetracked with um, uh, trust. <laughs> I mean, um, but on on uh, <laughs> March 20th, which was nine days ago. Go ahead and take a sip. <laughs> Slash Film posted a... Um, article that says bad robots overlord may be a world war ii set cloverfield sequel huh how does it connect so this is the first i'm hearing of something called overlord and it's definitely the first time we're hearing it referenced as a cloverfield film world war ii world war ii so that's pretty rad so here's the article you want me to read it i'll read it real quick J.J. Abrams fans love good mystery, and it looks like we have another one on our hands. Back in February, we heard that Son of a Gun director Julius Avery would be directing a World War II film called Overlord for Paramount and Bad Robot. But now a new piece of information has come to light that may indicate the film is part of the slowly growing Cloververse. Let's explore the possible Overlord-Cloverfield connections. Overlord Cloverfield sequel? Thanks to a press release tweeted out by the tracking board's Jeff Schneider. How hard are you trying not to say Overlord Cloverlord sequel? Over, or Cloverlord? Cloverlord. <laughs> Let's start a new podcast called Cloverlord Feels. Cloverlord Cloverlord Feels. We now know the film will star Fences actor uh, Joven Adepo, who played Denzel Washington's son in that movie, and rising star Wyatt Russell. Ooh, he was in that Black Mirror episode um, about the VR stuff. Huh. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. 
by Dan Trachtenberg. That's right. Dan Trachtenberg directed that Black Mirror episode starring Exclusive. that boy. Wow, this is great. Fuck, maybe we should have a new Cloverfields episode. Yeah. Um, too Where bad. we say all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Who's, been, uh, who's been great in everything from 22 Jump Street to Black Mirror to Everybody Wants Some. And now, oh, oh, and before we start speculating, take a look at the synopsis for Overlord so we're all on the same page. On the eve of D-Day, American paratroopers are dropped behind enemy lines to carry out a mission crucial to the invasion's success. But as they approach their target, they begin to realize there is more going on mm. in this Nazi-occupied village than a simple military operation. I thought you were going to say, but on their way to solve the problem, they discovered how delicious Slusho is. <laughs> and Swamp Hop, not in-game. <laughs> they find themselves fighting against supernatural forces part of a Nazi experiment. That's super cool. First of all, that premise has got me because yeah. I fucking love weird Nazi love supernatural me some stuff. Altered Nazis, dude. Listen, ever since Indiana Jones, ever since Raiders of the Lost Ark, when they were like looking for the Ark of the Covenant because they want to do some, we still don't know what they were trying to do with it, but yeah. they, but it's a very supernatural it's thing. It's in game. Um, and then Hellboy, the comic, which was all about how the not. I mean, I guess in real life, in real history. Hitler was kind of like obsessed with the occult and he liked mm. supernatural stuff. And he actually even, I, you know, my history might be mixed up with Hellboy stuff, Hellboy comics from years of reading Hellboy comics. But I feel like Hitler and the Spear of Destiny is something that is actually real because they even tried to make a Spear of Destiny Indiana Jones game mm-hmm. way back in the day. And it was going to involve Hitler and Indy dealing with Hitler directly. But the like Spear of pixelated. Destiny for the, yeah, one of those pixelated point and click adventure games. But the Spear of Destiny, for those of you that don't know, is um, hypothetically is, is um, the spear that pierced Jesus when he was on the cross that the that the uh, romans like cut his his stomach with or sure so they're saying that that has like magical occult properties because it actually cut jesus or whatever so anyway old spear old spear so um anyway so i'm fucking fascinated with that shit so i'm already into this idea but this is what it says the news that's raising eyes eyebrows is that overlord is being produced not only by abrams but also by Lindsay weber she produced last year's 10 cloverfield lane dan trachtenberg's contained thriller that became the second entry in the nascent cloververse a burgeoning anthology series where filmmakers tell very loose connected science fiction stories <laughs> so could overlord be a new entry it's certainly possible and considering bad robots love of secrecy it's un- incredibly unlikely that they'd come out and openly cop to that at this stage in the game uh, remember, we didn't even know 10 Cloverfield Lane was a Cloverfield movie until less than two months before it opened in theaters. So anyway, and then it goes on to say how the Cloverfield movies connect and then how how Overlord could fit into the Cloververse, which maybe we could just save. Well, we could save that for Cloverfields, I guess. Sure. I but it's pretty idea. cool, right? Pretty yeah, cool? Absolutely. All right. So anyway, let's get to History Road and then get the hell out of here. Um, so let me pick one here. These have been great recently. They have certainly been great. Okay, let's do this one. This is a spring break history road. Nice. Topical. From, uh, from David Giordano. So let me, uh, let me boost Owen's mic over there. Owen, let's get some levels from you. He's always there when you want him. <laughs> and with Owen Carter being present for this dynamic banter, it means that we get the return of Owen on the keys. Okay. The tapping's louder than the, the tapping mic. is louder than the music, but it's gonna be alright, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, that works. Whatever. Alright, this is from David Giordano. He says, Hey boys, this history road is a homework 
from my English class about what happened over our spring break. I hope y'all like it. Sorry if it's long. He's and, double dipping. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about repurposed history roads. Yeah. You know, it's like... This was for somebody else. Is it for us or is it for your teacher? Is mm. it for a grade? Is it for a fun podcast? Yeah. You trying to you trying to pop your teacher? I'm going to do it this once, but next time keep that information to yourself. <laughs> next time you have a history road, keep it to yourself. We plan to take a trip to New York. Most people visit the beach or a warm location for Springbrook. However, I wanted to take a tour of New York University and see a Broadway show. Owen, can you play Jellicle Cats? He wanted to, he wanted to see a Broadway show. Gelatin Cats. Key change. Welcome to Key Change the Musical. However, the weatherman alluding to a large snowstorm threw a fairly large wrench into our well-oiled machine. In order to stall this impending storm, I praised logic and prayed to the great goddess Manhattana that the storm would not occur and I could once again visit her great city. The great goddess answered my prayer by telling me, The snow shall not fall, as the prophet Alan Roker has predicted. You may once again come to my great metropolis. I relayed these words to my mother. However, she, misconstruing the words, canceled the trip. (laughs) My mother put me in a home. After yelling at her about what this about what Manhattan said to me, <laughs> moving the dates to next month, I knew that by not visiting her great city, the goddess Manhattana would soon enact a punishment upon me. These fears were soon legitimized when I woke up, and my room was littered with rotting extra-large pizza slices and ripped I Love New York City shirts. I knew I would not be able to placate the goddess's rage. She must be killed. I did not have my driver's license. However, my mother would never drive me where I needed to go, so I hopped in the family VW Jetta and sped off. I headed north towards the famed Lincoln Tunnel, as I learned a long time ago of a secret portal that would take me to her dimension. However, I knew getting to the rift would be a difficult task. Parked my car at a nearby school, walked about 40 feet to the manhole, which leads to the secret passageways that run beneath the Lincoln Tunnel. A small copper plaque next to the hole read, To all those who enter, don't 
This daunting message did not deter me from my quest. It merely stoked the already large burning fire deep within me. After reaching the bottom of the ladder, I felt the dank ground through my shoes. The stink of fungi and sewage permeated the walls of the passage. No living being had walked these halls for aeons, or at least that was what she wanted me to think. I proceeded down the path and soon came across my obstacle. Two stout taxi drivers stood my way, the first dual-wielding pasta guns, racist, which is common self-defense weapons for New York taxi drivers. Mike, how do you feel about that? It's a hard pass. Wore a mustard-stained button-up shirt and khakis that were just a little bit too tight. The second held nunchucks. However, instead of usual two sticks, there were two large Empire State Building models attached by a chain. I brought no counter weapons for these goons, as I'm trained in New York City stereotype hand-to-hand -hand combat. I started to walk forward with acknowledging the two men. They oh, I'm sorry. I started to walk forward without acknowledging the two men. They proceeded to step in front of me. I'm walking here! I'm walking! I exclaimed these traditional words, signaling the battle had begun. I dodged a flurry of penne pasta and quickly disarmed the first taxi driver. <laughs> Taking one of his guns and pocketing the second, I fired tasty pasta bullet into his head. The second driver seemed more adept. He skillfully approached and attacked with his statues, knocking the pasta pistol right out of my hands. My defenses faltered, and the man landed several hits with his Empire State Building statues. However, these models seemed to be of poor quality as they broke after the fourth hit. A single punch and his big unconscious body hit the wet ground, and an unfortunate squelch. continued down the hallway and soon found the pale green gateway and jumped right in. <laughs> I found myself in a beautiful penthouse apartment with a lovely view of Central Park. On the couch, drinking a martini and painting a landscape of the view, sat a middle-aged woman dressed in a completely green pantsuit. I pulled out the second pasta gun. Without looking at me, she waved her hand, and the gun turned into a piping hot pastrami sandwich. Mm which I was unable to eat as it burned my hand, causing me to drop it. There is no need for violence. I only wish to make you understand my power, not hurt you. Come here. I sat down on the couch next to her. She smelled of freshly baked bagels. Kiss the ring, 
for some reason she sounded exactly like Vito Corleone. Kiss the ring. I quickly did as she commanded, and I was teleported back to my room. Owen, can you play that New York? That that like chop it, Chopin or what's what's the thing that's like in the new Fantasia that That Alicia Keys song? Rhapsody, <coughs> Rhapsody in Blue, that's what it was. No. Okay. Well that's it guys. <clears throat> that's it for that history road. Thank you, Owen, for your uh for your playing. When you want him. When you want him. It was nice to have you back, Owen. David Giordano, thank you for that history road. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast and enjoying uh, the podcast. And thank you for your continued support. We got some news. Um, I think we're going to restock the T-shirts soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, turns out the T-shirts were a big hit. You guys liked those a lot. And, and we a lot thank more you. people want them, so we wanted to make sure that you can get them before we made like a new design. And then what I'm thinking is maybe once this run of the original T-shirts is over, we'll put that out of its. We'll make yeah, that and we'll like make a it so it was edition. a limited thing. Yeah, so right. we'll do one more run. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't get one, this is your last chance, conceivably. Um, and then yeah, we're gonna do some new designs soon. So stay tuned for that. You know, it turns out we might need a little uh, work. So uh, we're gonna put, we're gonna put more product out there for you guys if you want to buy it. And thank you all for uh, every time you take a picture and and send it to the the Twitter or the um, the Instagram stuff. It's yeah, awesome. the Instagram is really popping right now. Everyone's it's participating, and it's all you guys. You guys are sending us some really great pictures, and don't forget to tag dynamic banter on instagram when you post your fan art or photos of you wearing the t-shirts or anything that kind of just inspires you about the podcast some kind of history road maybe even related thing if you want to just tag (laughs) dynamic banter you know we are featuring new images every week yeah uh which is all awesome it yeah, makes us seem it. like we're one of those big, like, in touch with the youth Yeah, I, well, I feel like we're building a little community here. We we are really building, like, a fun little uh, family with the Dynamic Banter listeners, and I can't wait to start doing live shows to oh, meet dude, all you guys. Absolutely. And um, uh, you know what? I would love to see a little picture challenge if you guys are up for oh, it. Oh, do it, Mike. Uh, I would like you to take a selfie uh, in a public place around a lot of other strangers you trying not to laugh at the at the oh podcast. that's a great idea so yeah find a moment a in the bus. podcast <laughs> yeah like you know like so when yeah because you guys tweeted us a lot that you're trying not to laugh in certain places yeah, yeah while you're listening to the podcast so yeah take your take a picture of yourself during those moments yeah and we would love to see where you guys are at and that, that's a fun photo challenge i like that even if you have to fake it yeah, if you want to fake it, that's fine. But it would be it would be great to get genuine ones. Nice work, Mike. What do you, you want to use a hashtag or they just they should just uh, hashtag faking it. Hashtag faking it. <laughs> uh, but don't forget to tag Dynamic Banter. Yeah. Uh, the the Instagram account. It should we'll, be like hashtag Dynamic Banter in public or, or like, dyna- like DB Photo Challenge. No, I don't like anything too with long. Challenge in the okay. Title. Okay. All right. Well, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to have a hashtag. Just just um. 
just make sure to uh, tag the Dynamic Banter Instagram account by yeah. just you know, doing a search for that. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you want to submit your history roads, you can send those to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. If you got any cool hashtag suggestions, if go ahead and toss them. <laughs> we're going to well. ignore those and not use them. <laughs> and if you guys want to tweet at us some fun stuff, too, because we also are active on Twitter, Mike Falzone and I, um, you can go to dynamic ba- or at Dynamic Banter. And yeah. that's where you find us on Twitter. You're right. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks to Squarespace and thanks to Mike. And thanks thank you, to you. Thank thanks you, to these microphones. All right, we'll, t- we'll catch you guys next time. All right, bye bye. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>